So you like the OBS Studios? Yeah, I think, yeah, and I like how simple that was to be able to screen record and stuff like I that. I think so, yeah. yeah. Well, it took a lot of figuring out. I actually, yeah. so when I was in Oklahoma, my buddy Frank, he uh, he does a podcast, but for the weather, he's a weatherman now. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And I did an episode with him, and that was good. It was just us bullshitting, just us having beers, talking, but uh, it was, he uses this software, and it seems like this is the software that most people tend to go towards so it's kind of yeah i was kind of curious uh the only reason why i haven't done more research into it is just because i don't think i'm in a position to be able to do all that shit right now right just because of everything going on and everything like that like dustin wants me to go get this and this to make like my videos better quality yeah and i told him right now my videos aren't about quality it's about the content of the video what's happening in the video right not the quality of the video i care less about the quality yeah but what's going on look at them what they're doing to me and everything not so what i was that's actually a beautiful point because when like i tell you i was listening to laws of power i'm not quite done with it but number one uh not number one actually it was like number fucking 14 yeah but it's like to get bigger to do anything good you have to court attention like not the first thing you do like when starting a business court attention that's why they say like bad press is still press you know what I mean? yeah bad or uh, bad publicity is good publicity nowadays yeah. because any publicity is good publicity doesn't matter whether it's good, bad, or whatever, publicity is publicity. Right, which, uh, obviously, speaking of publicity and, like, fucking Dustin, um, yeah, so that's, I, I met you, and, uh, he showed me, he showed me him wearing the pig mask, and oh, it's yeah. like, that's, dude, that is, that is, you're gonna get attention. Yep. So, unfortunately, you're getting attention in the wrong way. Um, not really, not if you actually look at, uh, all the different people that are involved. Like when me and Dustin go out with like Flexor Freedoms for Waterloo. Yeah. He's got a four or five times as big as channel as me and Dustin. So he's got a lot more subscribers. And everybody loves the pig mask. Everybody. Yeah. The only people who Do don't are the government employees. That's it. Other than that, everybody gets a kick out of it. it it's Fair funny. Enough. And he bought it at the store. Like, well, what's <laughs> illegal about it? Like, come on. He's just wearing it. Like, yeah. And, so, I mean, and it's just... It's just for the irony behind it, basically. Right. There, there, there's no, and plus there's no ill will intent. There's, it's not he, like he's going up there. Uh, it, it's just, it's just a mask. I figured he just didn't want to show his face. That too, though. Right. Um, but uh, it's gotten to the point where everybody figured out that he's Officer Pygmy. So. <laughs> That's what you guys call him, yeah. Officer Pygmy. Because he's got this. Uh, what is it? I'll show you something he posted on his channel. What up? I'm not gonna lie to you. That definitely started uh, because I, I think all things happen better organically. Which is like I told you, I like to jump into two feet. Oh, that's it. totally fine. It's probably better that we start. Yeah, unknowingly. Um, yeah, right. <laughs> uh, so this, uh, you're my third, third episode, maybe fourth episode, because I've been, ah oh, man, I've been trying to organize like nine different people to get them on this uh, on this podcast. Officer yo, Big Mate. Yo, hell yeah, that's that's hilarious. <laughs> Um, but I've been trying to, like, balance so many different things. I have a baby on the way. Like, I've been 
got my grandma to, uh, I had to take her because her kidneys aren't working so well, so I had to take her to dialysis today. I have my grandma, my other grandma is, uh, she's getting surgery on Wednesday, so it's like, I got a lot going on, but this, this is important to me, and it's not because it makes money, and because it doesn't. I think I made like four dollars through the, uh, the s- they don't call it Anchor anymore. They call it Spotify for podcasters. Oh, really? Yeah, and it's it's. So it's, is this on Spotify too? Because I definitely yeah. use Spotify all the yep. time. Spotify, and Apple. I'll get it on and listen to it on Spotify and share it out on yeah. Spotify as well. Or I'll share it out on my channel once you go through and edit it. If, oh, yeah. if needed and all that. Yeah. And definitely share it around as well. Which I you know I I don't want you to think that I don't want you to be who you are or like raw because uh, I'm just. I'm a, I'm not middle of the road. I am I am political, but like I have to be neutral at the same time. I have to be like a level head. I, I yeah, mean, I'm you a, have to be. Otherwise, you get stuck in tunnel vision. Type mm-hmm, things. You, you, absolutely. You, yep. And that's that's why like, I look at everything too. From yep, anger. You're not thinking. Like when you think with just anger, it doesn't it doesn't equate with logic. No. Right. My anger does a tiny bit, just because what I'm spilling out like when I'm like at City Hall that one yeah. instance with the chief and all that on the 27th yeah uh, last year that one I'm spilling out like what law have I broken to be trespassed from City Hall right like, I mean that that's a pretty obvious one they can't just tell me that I can't come to a public building without me violating a law or an ordinance something like that yeah to make them to give them grounds to trespass me so I'm sitting there just calling them whatever and j- just trying to figure out yeah. well, why am I trespassing. That's just because I'm so frustrated. So when you get mad, and, I mean, when you get vulgar, like, you're not really mad. You're trying to piss them off. Is like, trying to get them to slip up more so than anything? Because, like... It's more that I know they're not going to do what they're supposed to do, so I'm going to hurt their feelings. Right. Because I know that they don't matter what I say, they're not going to change their ways. So I'm just going to say whatever I want yeah. to hurt their feelings because... It doesn't matter what I'm going to say. They're not going to do the right thing regardless. Right. So why does it matter what I say? Because they're not I could sit here and be... And that's where we've found out with Dustin. Dustin goes into these places and does the same exact thing I do. Yeah, but like he's, he's calm, collect, cordial, and everything like that. Treats them with a different tactic. Nope. They still treat him the same way. They deny him service. They do all this and that and everything like that. And I've so seen some of that. So it does not matter I've seen some if I videos. use my words. They still deny me service and all that. And... The only difference is they haven't arrested him or trespassed him because right. he's yet to call him a swear word. Right. That's where I say this all comes down to freedom of speech is I'm trespassed from all these places for the word like fuck. Right. <laughs> and like I was arrested in uh, Marengo for telling a sheriff to learn the effing constitution. That's hilarious. Like, how the so heck, isn't like, that your fucking job? Yeah, like, how do you I think get that, arrested for telling a deputy to learn the effing constitution? I think like, I think I watched something like that, and they told me that it's their job to stay up to date on, like, amendments and on adjustments to the constitution. And them ones which, don't change either. Like, the constitution no. never changes. No, <laughs> but it is, it is their job. So they go through law school, and if something changes in the laws, it's their job to stay up to date? Yep. Well, it's like, I'm sorry, but that's your fucking job. Exactly. If, if I wasn't It's doing not even our job. We're, we're technically not supposed to know any yeah. laws, anything like that. We, we, we're supposed to be dumber than... Sh- like, dumber than... You can, you can cuss. <laughs> I just... <laughs> I, I thought you can, about it. You can't cuss. Uh, I mean, so it's... it's, it's get real. It's, I just... Uh, I mean, 
I want to approach it. All the time, all the time, all the time. Well, I think it's tactful. I know Dustin well enough to know that, like, some of the things he does aren't tactful, but they're effective. Please, will you grab me one? Yeah. So, all right. Let's get right into it since I feel like we we kind of established pretty good like baseline, pretty good intro. Yeah. I'll tell you uh, why I I told you once, but I'll tell you again why I started my podcast, and I'll get actually more into it than I did. Um, I wanted to start a podcast for a long time. The first one I tried to start was called Drinks with. I was going to school uh, after I had my daughter. I feel like I was born again. Like I I died a long time ago. Like my soul did. Like it just. I was beat down for a long time, you know, I lost my best friend, I lost a lot of good friends. Um, when I had my daughter, I was like, holy, holy shit, I have a reason to live again, I'll have a reason for my being. And after that, uh, I helped put my daughter's mouth through school, I started taking classes myself, got my EMT certification, um, wanted to better my life. You know, I was 27, you're only 25. So like, you still have your whole life ahead of you. So this is, this is actually kind of gives me goosebumps why it's so important that Dustin said, well, you may not get another chance to talk to Casey based on how things go. So it's like, well, shit, I'm nervous about it. But at the same time, like, you know, I may not get another chance. And it's like, well, what happens, you know, if you can't be your own advocate anymore? So it's like, mm-hmm. oh, the more people, the better. Um, you know, yeah, I said, like, you know, I, I kind of explained, but, uh, what one person's trauma can be another person's survival guide. So what and you're that's going through. What's crazy about the YouTube stuff is um, not so much the YouTube stuff because I think I'd get the same type of feedback whether it's YouTube, podcast, Twitter, whatever. But it's more the comments that I'll receive too from people are like uh, basically thanking me for going out and doing what I'm doing because that way they don't have to go through it right. or uh, they'll know how to better navigate through it if they have to go through it. So they like to, uh, they'll support me, I mean, like, with the donations, which are always greatly appreciated. Never ask for them, but people will just donate for the cause. Oh, you actually do for, give donations? Yeah. How do you do that, just out of curiosity? Um, they're like, just through PayPal, Cash App, and Venmo. Okay, I was going to say, I didn't know if it was, like, a GoFundMe or if it was... I attempted to GoFundMe, but I think I messed it up, so I just kind of, <laughs> I didn't, uh, run with it or anything. Right. No, I gotcha. And I didn't even want to set up anything for right donations or nothing, but people wanted me to because they well, you wanted have lawyer to fees help and out. Shit. I mean, well, no, just because I've had to represent myself, <laughs> so I actually dude. haven't been stuck with lawyer fees or okay. nothing. <laughs> tell me how. Tell me how representing yourself goes. <laughs> oh man, I love it. I Do love you really? It. I love it for the fact everything has to run through my fingers. <laughs> I don't have to worry about getting my stuff from an attorney or even having to rely on this attorney being truthful or not because I get everything myself. Isn't there a lot of red tape that goes into representing yourself? Mm. Or do you feel like you're basically a novice lawyer now? Oh, yeah. I can do... Once I represent myself, you have... You're legally able to do everything an attorney can except for represent somebody else. Yeah. So once I file pro se, then they have to treat me like I'm an attorney. They, They have to... And they actually have to treat me a little differently. They have to take into consideration I'm not an attorney. Mm-hmm. I haven't passed the bar and all that. So if I do make tiny little mistakes, they have to 
yeah. work around them tiny little, as long as they're not like major major <laughs> mistakes or something like that. But For if sure. I make some spelling errors or something like that. They have to be understanding. Yeah, they have to be understanding because I'm not an attorney. I, yeah. I haven't passed the bar. And even through all this, with all them char- with all these charges that they've taken me to court over, I'm, I've beaten them. Mm-hmm. And this is me not being an attorney, a high school dropout, and all this and that. Yeah. And beating people that have college degrees past the bar. Somebody said that. was going to fail. I yeah. mean, the email you showed me earlier like was somebody yeah. who was a real fucking asshole who uh, said some horrible things, but, I mean, you know, told you told you everything that everybody always told you you would become and look at you like you're fighting for yourself and you're winning. I like, know, right? How many court cases have you won? Uh, total now, including the two small claims, would be like seven. Seven. But I have a feeling that the few that are coming up, I'm also going to be just because. You hope, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you have to be optimistic. And I have lost one. Um, but that was just due to uh, my fault for not subpoenaing somebody that I should have. But then it's more all on the state for they their witness was the chief of police and he did nothing but perjure and uh, slander me on the stand. Right. Which he's a former FBI agent. He would work for the FBI for twenty some years. He knows the ins and outs. So they, f- so the state, r- fed, or uh, they put his um, what is it? Uh, shoot, what is the terminology? His resume. They they, they oh. used his resume basically to make him this good person. Yeah, all they this built and that. him up on the. So whatever uh, he said, that jury was gonna believe. Right. And then he got out there and he made every single lie about me. And he basically tainted the jury. I couldn't get the jury to forget what he said, anything like that. So I ended up losing that case due to false testimony by the chief. So, yeah. But that one's still going to the Supreme Courts, and I'm still kind of fighting that one. Because, uh, yeah, it's always a fight. Is that is that one on tape, just out of curiosity? Um, that one I'm still trying to get the transcripts for because they don't anytime there's yeah. stuff that's incriminating they don't they don't, they don't, they don't want, want to give there. it over and if they do it's going to cost you seven eight hundred bucks or more this yeah. and that and yeah speaking of i've seen some of dustin's where he's trying to get his money back for thing for yeah. the money he's called that's it's pretty bogus it is because that was bogus because that was body cams that pertain to my first arrest mm-hmm. and when we initially went in there they just said oh uh two hundred dollars and then we'll go uh, do the work and get them. Yeah. So then all of a sudden we gave them to the 200 and we went back to go and get the body cams. Then they asked for another 600 when we went back to get the body cams that they said they already did the work for. And then they wouldn't give us the 200 back that we already paid them because we weren't going to pay them the other 600. Damn. All right, well, so they basically just took $200. I know we were getting ahead of ourselves. Uh, I want to go back to like your first interaction because nobody starts off. like You don't start off angry and pissed off you, no. you start off as a kid thinking the police are supposed to be your friend oh, your yeah. ally you know they they convince you and they feed you that and, and and i think i was telling you i think the police like like our second amendment they're necessary like if you don't have police like i mean you're gonna have chaos you and need you like people purge, I always say. yeah absolutely absolutely but at the same same time like we need our second amendment but there's always going to be issues and i was i was saying again like that uh you know, power doesn't, I don't think it corrupts people, I think it reveals who you are already, and if you're an asshole, like, you know, and a lot of times, I've seen the underdogs, the guys who got bullied, come up and become that guy, because, you know, pressure built them that way, struggle made them like that person, 
But then when they have that power, holy shit, maybe they were always an asshole and we just didn't see it coming. So because right. I've seen some of the best, like, I mean, I remember when I was a kid, I stuck up for this, this guy. I, I got into a fight with my two best friends and he was getting his ass kicked. I went to a different school later on. And that kid was the biggest douche. Really? And it's like, I remember watching you get your ass kicked. Yeah. So it's like, maybe deep down inside, like, that's always who he was. So I guess that kind of shaped my mind a little bit. And I'm not going to say that that's the same. There are good cops, I feel like. There are. You and can, I won't even deny that with what I'm going through. Yeah. But everything... I can't generalize cops. I mean, it's yeah. hard to generalize anything. Yeah. But... There's another group that said, well, I was just doing my job, too, and they weren't such good people during World War II, you know? So it's like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you can't pick and choose, and I, so I understand, but I, w- I want to know what was your first interaction with police and, like, what shaped this? Because that's, that's fucking true. really started it, honestly, was when I was 17, before even all this stuff that I'm going through now, yeah. was when I was 17, uh, the cops illegally came into my apartment when I was... A minor and everything and they pushed themselves in they assaulted me about broke my arm put me in a chicken wing and different things years ago did they explain why um well uh let me think that one was just because all right i had oh or uh, they had knocked and i had just like opened the door like six inches or so sure yeah and um I mean, they pushed They asked for my dad or whatever, and I told him, I'm like, oh, my dad's not here, don't talk to me, talk to him. Yeah. And then, somehow, they knew I had friends in my room. And at this time, this didn't hit me, like, yeah. it was my first time talking to cops, all this and that. So, when they said, go get my friends out of my room, it didn't hit me, like, oh, how the hell did they know I have friends in my room? Yeah. So, I was just kind of like, okay. And then, um, as soon as I turned around and walked towards my room, the cops just pushed their way in. So, at right. this point, they were already in. Kind of like because it wasn't locked and keyed and yeah, yeah. I got you. And um, then after that happened, the cop basically within 30 seconds was like, do I need to go get a search warrant? And I was just kind of like, for what? And then he's like, going yeah. to get a search warrant. And then he went and got one and then they had a cop stand in my doorway for about three hours. <laughs> and it was winter. They wouldn't let me close the door. They wouldn't let me put warm clothes on, nothing yeah. like that. They wouldn't let me go to the bathroom, any of that. For three hours while they waited for this guy to bring a search warrant. And then ransacked the house. And uh, It's ridiculous. So, But since that kind of happened, it hit me like, I'm never going to let that happen to me again. Right. And it's clearly unlawful. I mean, yeah. you, you're a, a minor. And yeah. they, they never revealed why? They never... They well, just, they claimed it was a phone call. They got a phone call due to the smell of marijuana. But... Well, we I know it's... And we live in an apartment building. Yeah. It's hard to determine where Every, the smell comes from, especially yeah. in an apartment building. That's not lawful in most states anymore, either. No, it was just, uh... Yeah. It was just their it's, ticket. It's, it's a bogus. Yeah. It's, 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 uh, it's a nothingness. Yeah. So... So, but ever since... Because then they came back a week later and did the same exact thing. Right. So, but... They're just going door to door. From when that happened, that kind of was just like, oh, I'm never going to let that happen to me again. So that's kind of like where my defense came from. Not so much my anger, because yeah. I didn't know shit for shit then. I, I didn't know the laws then. I didn't know anything. I ended up getting railroaded through the system, spent three and a half months on probation yeah. uh, for free. Never paid for that case. Even though I had a lawyer, didn't pay no lawyer fees, nothing like that, because they knew what they did was wrong. Mm-hmm. And if I would have appealed it, it would have been dropped immediately by the higher courts, so... 
<laughs> I actually, uh, dude, I actually remember, I was 15, I was skateboarding in a bank, right? Yeah. Just skateboarding. Like, was my own business. Uh, and the cops came, you know, took me, took me to the cop shop, um, which, okay, sure. I thought they were going to take my board, so I, I ran away. Like, yeah. you know, it, I never had a bad, you know, instance, never did anything wrong. Like, uh, you know, I was a kid, like... Hey, I always heard cops will take your skateboard if you're skateboarding in a certain area, right? Mm -hmm. So, they, you know, sure, whatever, they're doing their thing. They suggested juvenile detention to my mom, and it's I was so proud of my mom. It was the first time my mom, you know, me, me and my mom didn't always, like, we never... See eye to eye. Yeah, never. Like, we had we had issues growing up. But uh, when she, she laughed at him, she <laughs> For skateboarding? Like, get the fuck out of here. Like, yeah. all right, come on, Sam, let's go. Like, and, I mean, it's petty things like that. Like, yep. this is a kid. Like, if you put a 15-year-old who is literally doing nothing wrong, I didn't even start smoking until two years later. Started smoking cigarettes. You know, I didn't, like, if they put me in juvenile detention with some fucking bad people, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's um. That shapes a person. Well, and not only that, they're giving you a record for no reason. Yeah. Even though it's. They're giving uh, you a breadcrumb trail. Exactly. At least. I was gonna say, even though it's on your juvenile record, it doesn't matter because, like, when you're 18, that stuff can't be uh, yeah. used against you and whatnot. Even but though I found out that's not true because yeah. in Lynn County, when they charged me with some stuff, they were trying to bring up my childhood stuff against me, and it's like, how can you do that? How are you, you even having access to that? That's, that's how Lynn County does. <laughs> that's not right, man. Uh uh So then, uh, that brings me to the Henderson house because that's what your another significant trauma that uh, happened, and this is this is where you actually became who you are now. Yeah, because that's well, because I was arrested on November eighth, twenty twenty, and I probably had a lawsuit there for that arrest. Yeah. But I was living at the Henderson house at the time, and the Henderson house was. So bad that I'd much rather try to save the people that are living there than try to sue a cop that just illegally arrested me. Even though that's wrong too, I find that the Henderson House dealing with that issue is way, way, way more important than just a petty lawsuit against the city. I'd rather sue the city for them trying to kill people than just illegally imprisoning me. So what was the what was the Henderson House? And what was this? Because I'm not from this area. The Henderson house is just an old-ass apartment building. It used to be a mansion. It so, was built in, like, the 1850s, I think, something like that. Like a slumlord's dream type of shit yeah, situation? Yeah, it's turned into that. Yeah. Because um, it so just hasn't had any inspection. I mean... It's kind I, of where people fall on their ass, too. Yeah. It's like the last branch before homeless. And that's what sucks, because Sorry. nobody there wants to uh, help fight the issues, because... They've all People been through their rough times in life. Uh, yeah. It was such cheap living, 360 or cheaper. But, and that was for everything. Well, that's cool. Uh, I mean... But but when you've got black mold behind your walls and everything like that, <coughs> it's just unsafe. I mean... <coughs> but, yeah, that's not good. Yeah, but they just... um, They were just too worried about losing their place. When all I was just trying to do is... Explain to them that if you help me, we'll all end up in a better place. Yeah. Because... This place could be something. Yeah. And yeah. I looked up the laws and everything, and I explained to them <coughs> that uh, if you make one building complaint to mm -hmm. management, that's all... And it doesn't and have to be... then they have 30 be, days, right? They actually have... Oh, what was it? Seven. 
Seven days. Yeah, seven days to address it. And then if they don't, then you, you can recover. fix it yourself. Well, you can either fix it yourself, take it out of your rent, or um, okay, yeah. or just let them uh, go out and take them to court. There's a bunch of different little avenues yeah. you can go. I've heard. But as long as they made one complaint, the judge would cover them if the building got condemned. Yeah. Because basically if the city did have to come down and close it down, then people were all worried about losing their place. Well, yeah. I tried to say, well, if you make one building complaint, you won't lose your place because then they'll have to find you a hotel, a motel, a yeah. house, somewhere to live if this place does get condemned. But you have to do your part. Otherwise, the judge is just going to look at me and say, well, you're doing everything and all these people are trying to piggyback off you. So it's it's you. Yeah, yeah. So, that, so everybody would have to do their part and make at least one complaint, which with that building... No problem. Yeah. I've seen a bat flying around. Boom, there's your complaint. Or yeah. I heard a raccoon in the wall. Boom, there's your one complaint. I well, see you guys have raccoons in the wall? Yeah, raccoons in the walls and the ceilings and everything. Did you name it? What? Did, did you name the raccoon? I sh- probably should have. Scratch? <laughs> <laughs> no, man, I, uh, I don't... I, I've heard of it. Uh, I know in my neighborhood there's a shitload of raccoons. Oh yeah, so man! Or they crawl out of the they crawl out of the sewers, the rain, the rain gutters. And it did not it's help like, when we had the derecho. No. Because we had a tree that fell onto the building, and it took them like eight months to get the tree. You were there during the derecho? Yeah. Okay, so this is all like crazy recent. Yeah, this is all like this all happened to me within the last year, year and a half. So, uh, all right, before we keep going, why don't you? I don't think we've plugged what your channel is and uh, oh, who yeah, you yeah. are. So why are you like? <laughs> Tell everybody who you are. Uh, yeah, I'm Casey, and, well, I'll just give my full disclosure. So, I'm Casey Van Neville. Um, just going to do a bunch of shit here in Iowa. Um, and if you want to see more of the, uh, the visual, <clears throat> like, I've got videos on my channel that pertain to the Henderson House on Aftermath Audit 365. Uh, a lot of stuff that me and Sam have just talked about you can also find on my channel right so and then there's stuff that we haven't even gotten into that you'll be able to see so you're just like you're just a normal a normal kid like you were 17 and just like walking along and then all of a sudden just I mean I want to say life but the, the police just start showing up to your doorstep left and right yeah and well and that one made a I don't want to say it made total sense, but it made a tiny bit of sense when yeah. I was 17. Yeah. Just because me and my dad lived in a town where my dad grew up in that town and the cops didn't like him. Like, when my dad was little, he used to mess with the cops. Like, not illegally, but he used to, like, point at them and take off running. And the he, cop would chase him around and think they're up to something, even though all they did is point at him and run. He'd mess with the cops. Yeah, so, but there was some of the same cops that were under force years later, and then they took it out on me. Right. So they just didn't let a grudge go basically oh, that's damn yeah. yeah which so i kind of see that one but marion that the cops just they started all that on their own like on no um, i was pulled over just two times in marion for a cracked taillight i had like a quarter size hole with my taillight well your your light worked yeah so. but the light worked everything like that whatever no big and, deal. Um, it was just a reason to pull you over yeah and i was still waiting on my unemployment at the time so I didn't have insurance quite yet so I'd end up with an insurance ticket whereas they didn't actually have a reason to pull you over in the first place mm-hmm. I mean, it was but me hadn't been arrested yet 
didn't have live, nothing like that, no yeah. YouTube channel. And I didn't want to be arrested. I didn't want my toad, my car yeah. to be towed. So I just kind of do what you got to do. Yeah. I'm going to get out. I'm going to listen to your stupid you, orders. You're cordial. You're like, hey, yeah, man, like, just know, give me a warning. Even though I knew it wasn't right what they were doing, but I just, I was in fear. I didn't want to be arrested for something dumb. Had never been arrested yet. Nothing like that. So I was just like, I know there's nothing in the car, so I'm just... I don't, Whatever. I don't think there's an Iowan in this state who hasn't heard of the Marion PD. Just saying. I know, I know. That's why I feel so much more of a, a passion to take Marion down. Not yeah. take them down, but expose them for who they really are. It's a bit, it's a bit vindicating what you're doing. Yeah, because I, I get comments from like people in other states that say... Uh, I hear about marrying cops here in California and whatnot. Like, yeah, all around the country, people hear about how bad marrying cops are. And they, they've gone through their own thing, their own not just, uh, I mean, I I remember there was some racial battles there. There was a cop yeah. that got fired for call, or I don't know what the scenario was, but yeah, using the N-word wall on the clock, basically. Yeah. And then just recently, their dispatcher in 2019, Oopsie. Sarah Hyatt, she was fired for... Uh, smoking the dab carts on the job and then sleeping in her boss's office while on shift. Seriously? <laughs> yeah, and she's the dispatch. She's supposed to be the one out there taking 911 calls and everything, yeah. but she's in the office sleeping. <laughs> okay, alright. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, there, and then um, there was some officer too out there that was, he resigned or got fired for touching a cleaning lady. <laughs> Whoops. So, and that's all fairly new, like since 2019 to now. Yeah. Damn. Um Wow. I so I've had my own my own interactions. Actually it was middle of the winter, uh, and I got kicked out. Like they rocket docked me. And it, so I've never been to jail. Like I was nineteen. You don't want I'm, to. I'm I'm thirty almost I'm thirty three, turns thirty four this year. And uh I I was helping my buddy Jordan. Uh two episodes ago, my buddy Jordan, he's a he's a stunt man. On The Walking Dead, he's oh, on. Yeah. He's awesome. yeah, he was in Black Adam. He uh, he was professional parkour. Like he was my homie. Like he helped me learn how to walk again. I completely forgot like that he was there for, through all that shit. Like through that that period where I feel like I, I I wasn't I wasn't here, and then I was born again. Mm-hmm. Like he was there, and uh, so I kind of teared up in that episode, but I, I forgot. Like so, there was an issue where they they said my license was suspended for registration tickets which I had paid those tickets mm-hmm. they, were, they were paid off like so I got arrested by CRPD and they're like uh, I was like it's a mistake and then they're like well you know just get your license or uh I don't remember what the deal was I think it was a mix up in wherever they keep those files and aims but they weren't listed as paid so I went there figured it out and they threw it out cool that was awesome and then apparently didn't fix the issue because Mary and PD took me in and rocket docked me. And then I was like, I didn't even have a coat. I was taking Jordan, ironically, to get his license back. I was t- taking him to Sassy. Um, and he was trying to get his license back. And, uh, and or maybe I was taking him to the courthouse. I don't remember the case. But the, it was in the middle of the winter and they kicked me out. The, I'm like, can I at least wait for somebody to show up and pick me up? They're like, nope, get out. And I was here in Lynn County. Yeah, that was in that was in Marion. Oh, I was in Marion. Yeah. See, I so it was it was. I remember. I, was, I vaguely remember that the officer who arrested me his his dog's name was Steel because it looked like he wanted to rip my face off when I was in his cop car and he was like and I was nineteen. The like, dog's he was, dumber than shit. 
<laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. But, like, I mean, wh- I, I just remember that as a kid, and I had, I had a pretty clean record. I was, like, but, I mean, but nobody starts off like that. court date or anything that was just... Uh, I think the I don't remember what the deal was, but, like, I did. They, they ended up giving me that suspended license ticket, uh, even though I had it paid off. Yeah. It was, and uh, so I tried to fight it, and I, I remember the judge going, oh, so, sounds like you got suspended license. Okay, well, I, I think they did actually take it away. He's like, just don't get in trouble in the next few years, and we won't give it to you, which... That's... It's, it's suspect, that's, yeah. That's not right. Yeah, it was <laughs> revenue collectors. It is, you know? yeah. It was, it was, um, and I was speeding, so... And why wouldn't they hit you with that? They they did. They hit me with that too. Well, you know? the, they should have just been smart <coughs> on that and not went with everything else and made themselves look dumb. Because no, I don't, I don't, I don't think I made them. They were they were correct in thinking I had to suspend the license. But when I was sitting in the car, he was just dinging every car coming forward, and it was telling them all things. And I'm like, so this guy, this guy doesn't have a license. You telling me you'd go after him if you didn't have already at, or you'd go after him? How he would goes, you know that guy no, because I already him. have you. And he was just dinging them. And for whatever reason, they're like laser hitting license plates was telling them really? things about them, too. I that's like, that's I something I never knew. That's something that I'd like to go and talk to him about because that's a violation of our rights. Yeah, you'd think so, right? Because a cop uh, can't just privacy. run our tags because, yeah, that's And just assume who you are. Right. Yeah. I mean, we have a right to our own privacy, even though it's public information. What if my brother was driving my car? Well, you know? me and you... Like, if I went outside now and I and I uh, took your license plate number down, yeah. and I put that in Google, I'm going to find nothing. I don't have the database that the law enforcement does. Yeah. That's why um, when they run our tags, our criminal history comes up, we come up, all that. Yeah. We don't get that when we type license plate ins- in Google. It was insane. That's why it's a violation of our uh, privacy and a and violation of our rights, because... They're putting it into a database to find us. And that's Unlike exactly what he was doing. it on Google where you ain't going to find shit on Google if you put in someone's license plate number. That dude had to have been just sitting there salivating. Like, just salivating, waiting for that moment. Like, And that's where you also have to be cautious. And if there's a cop doing that, we know he's, uh, we know he's in the wrong or whatever, even though it's going to be a hard fight to get them to change or stop what they're doing. Right. If he is doing that, let's say a car drove by... It's hard to prove. And didn't have a license. He still needs a reason to pull that car over because he can't get up there yep. and make the assumption. I know you don't have a license yeah, yeah, yeah. because well, that's, that's no probable light. cause. Yeah. But yeah, if he drives by and he's got a burnt out light, fuck yeah, he's gonna pull him over for that tail light, light and then yeah. find out he don't have a license. You didn't use a blinker. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. So they still need probable cause even when violating our <laughs> rights. But but it's it's easier it's, on them. It's it, more it, selective. It, yeah. Exactly. They can then out there which. You know, people are struck like when I got those registration tickets. I wasn't driving my car. I was driving somebody else's car because somebody broke my car. I literally talk about that in a different episode. Yeah. Um, dude blew up my car, right? Yeah. So I'm driving somebody else's car. They couldn't re-register their car, so I'm I'm I have to get back and forth to work. So I'm getting registration tickets in other people's cars. What the fuck? And how? Yeah, yeah they had expired registration. They had. Tickets they needed to pay for. So and was, you were getting the ticket. Because I was driving the car. 
Weird, right? I don't know how that works. Just because I haven't looked up the technical laws on that. Yeah. Because I'd have to like look that but up. But also, I mean, like, what is actually? I had two knee surgeries at the same time. Yeah. That I was like, I was paying back these bills for my knee surgeries. Like, if you look, my kneecaps are in the same spot, dude. Uh, so it was it, it was kind of crazy. Um, and so I'm getting hit with registration tickets, trying to get back and forth for five hundred bucks. Right. Yeah. Well, they were eighty dollars back then, but still, wow. I got fairway, dude. And I was nineteen. Yeah. Like, it was. Uh, so my bright and sunny disposition about being an adult disappeared, and that's where I feel like I was. I kind of alluding to with you is like, like, that that one thing was the Henderson house that like, kind of killed that bright and sunny disposition about being an adult, because uh, that led into. Not really. No. Just um, just growing up. Yeah. Like, literally, just seeing the way, me being 25, and just seeing the way, like, I, I mean, when, if we look at how this country was, look at the early 1900s. From 1900 to 1910, there was, uh, them, between them 10 years, it was about the same. From 1910 to 1920, yeah. there was something like music, hairstyle, something. Every 10 years, there was something different, until we hit uh, 2000. And, or I'd say 1990. Ever since we hit 1990, just the difference in the jump in five years like I mean I was rocking with Windows 95 and I was like that's the first time I used a computer to google what Darth Maul's like uh, action figure looks like on eBay and it's like you had to type everything in perfect oh yeah yeah please do yeah so that's alright um so I think 
uh, how quickly things have progressed. Uh, it's it's insane. It's it's insane because the internet was almost supposed to be just a fad, and now look at us now. Like it's, but like, what has changed with? I mean, with you, with your jump, like it, it into. I mean, fighting back. Uh, I think we've all felt like the government's been keeping shit from us. I think we've all felt like, you know, police have been overpowered for a while. I think we all felt kind of robbed of our rights. I mean, we went through a fucking pandemic, and it's, I mean, I, I almost got the vaccine. My, my daughter's mom did get the vaccine. I didn't get it, just in case if one thing happened to one of us. I mean, I had to think about that. I had to think about my daughter's future and the idea that, if she gets the vaccine and she dies from some weird mutation down the road, or if I don't get the vaccine and I die from COVID, you know, yeah. tomorrow, and it's like, holy shit, and now we're starting to see on the news that I was, I was right all along and that it was made in a lab in China. Yeah. Like, and I don't know if most people seen that, but it was. It did. My, my fear on the vaccine was... I'm the person who I can't get just your normal basic colds like flu yeah. or this and that. When I get sick, it's always something that puts me in a hospital. Like I've had meningitis and just all these bad illnesses. I don't get your normal colds. So yeah. I'm like, I, I, that's what made me nervous about the vaccine. Because yeah. what is that going to cause me? I'm already a person that don't get normal illnesses. I don't want to take this and, and get super, yeah. super sick because my body yeah. can't handle it or whatever. So, so what side did you err on? I didn't get it. Yeah, I don't think any of us regretted not getting it. No, I mean, uh, I I think I had it, but it was, I never had the breathing issues. I always just had, uh, you know, maybe for only two or three days, but... I actually got pneumonia for the first time ever in my life. Like, I did. I got COVID, and it messed me up, and I definitely feel like it did some damage to my lungs. And then I got pneumonia, but it, I mean, it put my aunt on a ventilator... It did put my uncle on a ventilator, but, like, do I think that it was... Uh, I mean, now we're seeing athletes dying on the field. So it's, like, it, it kind of pulls me right back to, like, what you're doing with the police is almost like a... It's, it's, it's a necessary evil because it's, like, man, dude, like, I hate seeing somebody... Basically, I mean, you're fighting in the Supreme Court to, like, get things pulled back, and that, and that sucks. And that's the only way we can do it because... Where all this starts is, like, the Supreme Court, the Supreme Judges, the people in power, they're the ones who are just allowing all these yeah. magistrate courts and cops to do whatever they want. Right. Based so on the only thing to get it, the only way to get it to change is going to the top and communicating with them to get on the same page as them so everything underneath that balances out. Mm -hmm. but you can't start from the bottom because, I mean, you can. Yeah. But it's a lot longer of a fight because you got to start there, then you got to go to the next level, to the next. Instead of just going to the top and starting with the actual source and then making sure they know what's right from wrong, because if they know what's right from wrong, then everybody underneath them should know what's right from wrong. Other than starting from down here. Yeah. All right. I think so. It, everything should filter down. You're right. Exactly. It does yeah. for everything else, but. <laughs> yeah. Um, but do do you feel like maybe us, us just us normal people, we don't have the same rights? No, we don't. Yeah. We definitely don't. So what's, I guess, what's your view on life? What's your goal with what you're doing? I just want to make as much change as possible when I'm stuck in this rock. Dig it. You don't yeah. have kids yet either, do you? No. No. So, fuck it. It is, it is people like you. Like, you got fucking 
throw as many tomatoes as you can until you hit somebody. And as long as I'm not doing nothing wrong, I'll keep on doing it. <laughs> I get that, man. Um, what uh, what are you facing if you what are, what are you facing if you lose? Shoot, they got me looking at a few years in prison and two years in jail for just swear words. Yeah. That's where the fight's so so stupid because where like how am I in court fighting over freedom of speech? Like what the yeah, heck? Yeah, the, the literal first minute. Yeah, literally, yeah. and um. But that's because when we get to court, it's not your, like, we can sit here and talk about what's supposed to be set up by trial, but that's not gonna all, at all what's going to be set. The state's going to come in there and lie, manipulate, and make up stuff, and bend the rules and laws and everything like that. That's why every time I file motions to record my trial and all this and that, they never get granted, because they know that when they get into the courtroom, they can't be truthful. So they do not want me to get any of that information, because then that's... Because that's where all of the yeah. corruption goes on, is inside the courtrooms. Yep. I, that's why I try to explain to people, even if you're uh, not in court, or uh, you don't like court, or anything like that, and you don't have anything to do, you have a day off of work, just go to the courthouse and just sit in people's trials, and just listen. And, and that just puts more pressure on the judge, even, to do yeah. the right thing. Because... So many times on trials, it's just the judge, that person, nine no, times out of ten, yeah, because this is like uh, initial appearances, stuff like that, where um, yep. they're pleading not guilty and stuff like that. Yep. Stuff like that. If, uh, But even when you plead not guilty, you still get to argue your case a tiny bit mm-hmm. to the judge there to be like, basically, because the attorney is there too. And if you can almost prove right away to say that no problem cause, then a judge may right there say dismissed or not guilty or whatever. Yeah. So it just, um, people just don't understand that they don't even really have to do anything to create change. Just people's presence yeah, can... Showing up to see it. Yeah. Well, whether you even care or not, just you sitting in there just um, holds that judge more accountable to do the right thing because he doesn't know who you are. Yeah. You could be uh, a PI <laughs> yeah. or something like that, making sure that that judge is doing what he needs to do. Yeah. So, like, just people um, don't understand the courts that much. And I just think if people would just go and um, experience it for themselves without being in the pressure box, yeah. being up there at the table, this and that, but going in there on their own and just listening. Especially for some of the dumb charges people get charged with. And you'll, you'll learn yourself a little bit, wow, you can be charged with this and this and this, even though nine times out of ten you can't. But right. that's what's sad is so many of these people, you go in there and you see plead guilty to something that Could they clearly right. didn't have to plead guilty to, but you know that the state threatened them, not threatened them, but coerced them, yeah. gave them a plea deal, this and that, said, yeah. we'll knock off this charge if you plead guilty to this charge. Even yeah. though they didn't do nothing You're wrong. You're facing more, you will give you less. Yeah. Exactly. Even though they didn't do nothing wrong to begin with. Which so, is... why would you plead anything? That's why I look at it. They don't even come at me with plea offers no more. <laughs> <laughs> they don't. Because <laughs> they know that I won't accept nothing. You're like, unless you're going to fry me, I'll fight you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> seriously. Damn. That kind of uh, reminds me of a, a show I like called The Hunters. Um, and literally, the, the lawyer's job was to defend. Oh, God, I'm, I'm about to spoil that. 
Is to defend somebody that he wouldn't want to defend. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and, uh, you know, him being a Jew and whatnot. And um, the dude said, listen, man, that's the beauty of democracy. Is like, I don't want to defend this guy, but I, I have to. It's his right to speak. It is his God-given right. It I is. wish I could find an attorney like that. Right? Like, I don't care. I, right. I don't no. care if you like me or not. Just come on, just... You Just to, oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. Can we hear it at all or no? I'm not. I don't think so. Not right now. Okay. But uh, just tell me what's what's happening here. Like. Um. One second. Let's see uh, if actually subtitles come on. There you go. Yeah. There oh, there go. you go. That way I can at least see. Uh, that way when I'm telling you, this is the part where they're saying this and that. So this basically right here is. Um. The train. Uh, she's a trainee. This is a 19-year-old officer right here. Yeah. And they're showing up to my apartment. Jesus. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
modifier that your dumpsters to your block of the drive. Yeah, okay. And it's kind of off the side there. Just put over there. So this is like this is the setting story. Um, if he's technically, what I, I need to learn that isn't before I ask him any questions. No, if he's technically, it's hard for me to to know for sure. So right here, so, so I guess uh, we need to get his side of the story. If he's technically, uh, what I, I need to supposed to say, not under arrest. Because, yeah, we don't need right. to Mirandize, but yeah. yeah, because she's talking about basically Miranda Mirandizing me before I'm even under arrest. Yeah, because no they're planning. This is all conspiracy. I'm gonna be arrested. Yeah, it is. That's <laughs> a good point. That's conspiracy too. Yeah. Yeah. And um. And as I'm before asking any questions at this point. No. Before asking any questions at this point. But then. See, look at Here's what this guy says. No. I mean, he's not under arrest. Okay. And then she says, okay, let's go. Then they get out of the car, and then you'll see a couple minutes later. Can we take a pause here? I kind of. I want to take a leap. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Alright. So just uh, walk me through your first arrest right here. Alright. This arrest was February 14th of last year. And this is basically like uh, what started... Um, well, not started. This is what truly opened my eyes of like what I was dealing with at the Henderson House. Or not so much at the Henderson House, but... In general. How, how deep it ran. Because, yeah. like, rem remember earlier when I was telling you uh, that I thought, or I was joking when I said, uh, I thought they were out to, like, or the only thing they haven't done to me is kill me and all this and that. But I... Yeah. After this day, it hit me that, no, I am messing with people with money. I am messing with the city. I am messing with millionaires, people who have houses in other countries and stuff like that. Yeah. Before this day, I didn't... Uh, didn't realize you were playing. I didn't fire. realize I was really playing with fire. <laughs> so we'll wait till it's sixty gets here. Okay. And then this is um of a training officer, that red dumpsters a trainee. Yeah. Okay. About to take part in conspiracy kidnapping. But the most important parts are basically what they say here at the beginning. Just like so. So I guess um, we need to get his side of the story. Um, if he's technically, what well, I need to Mirandize him before I ask him any questions. He's not under arrest at this point, right? No. See, okay, right there. He says, uh, if I ask him anything at this point right now, okay. What are we? Wait, why didn't it pop up? We need to get his side of the story. Um, if he's technically, so he's he's technically in, uh, well, I need to Mirandize him before I ask him any questions. Yeah, arrest this question. point, right? At this point, right now. This point, right now, no. See, I remember before how I said he wasn't under arrest, but yeah, basically, yeah, yeah. Well, he says that 
I think the closed captioning flubbed, but... Yeah, he's basically the training officer Chapman here is just telling the trainee that uh, he's not under arrest and he can shut the door. Yeah. And then it'll move forward no, in a few minutes to... Which he did, he just said that, actually. Oh, did he? Yeah, he did. Oh. Yeah. He said, no, he's not under arrest, so okay, he can I, shut I the door. Okay, I probably just jumped so, um, we need to get his side of the story. So um, yeah. If he's technically... What I, I need to Mirandize him before I ask him a question. You're not going to arrest this one, right? No. Okay. But are we... No, he's, I mean, he's not under arrest. He can shut the door on us. Yeah, okay. right there. Yeah, he said he's not, but it didn't say not. So he can shut the door on us. No. Yeah. But are we... I'll ask him. I just Thanks for visiting. Get the fuck out of my house. Right. So right yeah. here he's stating no. He's. I mean, he's not under arrest. Even though closed captioning says he can shut the door on us. Yeah. And then we'll fast forward to just a few minutes later. Come talk to us right now, okay? This is I'm knocking at my door. I'm off to the with the Marion Police so nice. Department. I'm sorry, I can't hear you, Casey. What you saying? Just trying to get you to open the door. Oh, okay. Can you come to the door and talk to us? And I actually initially said, no, fuck off. Yada yada. Which, okay. You don't know who's at your door. Well, it's because I thought it was the on-site manager. Because oh. uh, she'd always she'd already called the cops on me many times. for like, She has me trespass from the laundry room in my own apartment building. She has me trespass from the third floor in my own apartment building. Uh, so I thought it was her. That, yeah, so I thought it was her there just... Uh, just doing whatever. But then when she said it was the Marion Police Department, I'm like, okay, I will attempt to be cordial with these people. I'll open the door and I'll have a, I'll have a conversation. I did not think it was going to turn into what we're about to see. And this is the guy I already beat in court a year ago. I assume there's two women. Would you step out and talk to us here for a second? No? Okay. No. And I need him to go. And I ask him to go because I'm nervous because I already beat him in court and right. I did not feel comfortable with him around. I but see as that. soon as I say I need him to go, the training officer that told Kylie um, that he's not under arrest, he can shut the door on us, told me that he's not going anywhere. So therefore, I took that as a threat and I go to slowly close my door and then this is what happens. No. Hey, 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 hey! Hey! Step out here! Hey! Step out here! Wow! Step out here! When they already said you can close the door. Yeah, literally. I can close the door on you. Get on the ground! You're under arrest! For what? For harassment! Harassment! What's up? Hall for calling City Hall. Yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't. Personal, I called everybody. Oh, that's brilliant. No, I called everybody. I didn't even laugh when you were arrested. But. No, but that's what I'm saying. When I said earlier before we started that the stuff is laughable because it's so unbelievable, but it's not laughable at the same time because it's serious and what they're doing is completely like wrong and, and all this and that. Did you say, you know I'm going to win? Well, I'm talking about I already beat what's-his-face a year ago, this guy here. Um, and then we'll go... Hey, Casey? Yes, shoot me that. Here, actually, we'll stop with this one. 
and we'll go to a different angle. Oh, you have a different angle? Yeah, because I got all their body cams from that incident. And then this will actually show the conspiracy part. This is a body cam. And uh, I'm actually going to turn it up just a hair so you can hear it. Yep. Um, the beginning of this is going, this is the guy that I told to leave. You want to turn the closed captioning back on? Uh, uh, that one doesn't have it. Yet. Maybe oh. if I start it. Oh, maybe not. This is just a dash cam. Uh, oh, actually, oh. let's not play the dash cam. Let's play the... Uh, uh, Kidnapping right there? This one right hey. here. This is the same... Oh, shit, never mind. I gotta play the other one. Or do I put the phone call in this one, too? Because I got the original phone call that got me arrested. But I think that's in the dash cam. Premeditated stakeout. Yeah, this is literally the Reagan. This is before they come and arrest me. They're they're sitting around my apartment, like they're watching me. <laughs> like he's two blocks away, but they're just staking me out. Um, I gotta figure out. Being positioned to keep an eye on the vehicles. that they jumped straight to the when he said, "Yep, I'm sitting close to you." Close the door. That's what makes my trauma and anxiety and PTSD is so uh, spiked so much because it's like I don't know how far these people are really gonna go. Like I, I mean, yeah. I have no idea. Just to push their agenda. Yeah, just to silence me because I do not like people poking around about the Henderson house. That's I mean these cops. I'm trying to find them. You think there's a bigger story in that? Um, me and my dad have actually talked about that. With me poking around about that, might be bringing up other things that the city might be involved in, basically. Interesting. Yeah, so I don't know why that's why they're going at me. Yeah, so maybe so you'll, hard. you'll get the right person who does the right research. Exactly, and it may uncover other stuff. Because why are they going through this extreme to silence me over an apartment building? What else could they be involved with that's worse than an apartment building? Yeah. And that's the scary part, because I had no idea, I didn't know how deep it was getting until this day, until this arrest happened. Um, I'm trying to find where that phone call is, because I want you to Just hear that. the... Yeah, because this will, I think it, this is of the cops sitting in that squad car, uh, a block two, like basically two blocks away. Oh, wait, yeah, there's a fucking important part here, though. I don't remember when he said this, so I'll have to listen. He talks about his cover being blown. Like, cover being blown for what? Can I get my side of the story? Like, seriously, yeah, like, literally, this was so, such a secretive thing to them. Like, and that's what, it, it's scary. It is absolutely, I did not know the cops were out, like, I don't want to say out to get me, but... The proof is there where they're, they were straight out, out to get me. Yeah. You were picking at the wrong scab, my guy. I, I thought I was just trying to do the right thing. You're like, this is just a surface scab. They're like, that's a deep scab. Yeah. You won't fucking pick at that. Yeah, I don't remember where he says it, but yeah, when he gets on the radio, he ends up talking about like his cover being blown and whatnot. And then it'll go like, the arrest, which we don't want to play again. It's basically just hitting yeah. a little bit. But I do know I have the phone call somewhere. I hear talking now.
I'm not gonna lie to you, man. When you beat this one, I definitely want you to. I already beat this one. Oh, <laughs> I meant like when you beat this latest. Two zero six. This latest one. Oh. I'm sitting just west of 22nd Street. Dan's out of his van now. It looks like he's taking pictures of me. We're going. Oh, like and my dad, because my dad seen him sitting back there and. They had my dad illegally trespass from my apartment building to split me and my dad up. So my uh, dad was out on the street, and I was going to leave and leave with my dad. But I decided to stay inside and, like, make another phone call or whatever. And um, that's why I never went outside. But my dad gets out of the car and is, like, flipping off the cop and different things like that and recording him because he sees him sitting way down the block. Yeah. Not thinking that once my dad leaves, these cops are all going to swarm be my fucking apartment, basically. Yeah. So that's who they're talking about right now. Were they arresting you? Did they, I mean, did they take any cheap shots on you? I mean, more than bouncing your face off the ground? Or? Um, I can show that after this, how um, aggressive Chapman was, and he actually separated my left AC joint from my shoulder. And I still have physical therapy today because of it. I mean, don't get me wrong, I would definitely want to do that. Um, I definitely want to, I was going to say, like, when you when you beat this this next one, we'll, we'll have to get back together. Give do, updates and everything. Yeah, so it'll be, it'll be nice. We can talk more on that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the upside of it, not so much of. Yeah, and we can. I mean, we can go into more detail on what uh, damage you you just sustained as well. Yeah, it's ongoing. Really? It sucks now. Yeah. Let's see you drinking some cool coffee. Good for you. Alright, let me just If Nan and them are not talking, that's good for us, but... See, that's another thing, too, is because I've accused them of hacking my stuff, because I have basically concrete evidence that they are tampering with my laptop and my cell phone, and interfering while well, they've taken 1,800 of my emails, they were listening to my phone calls, and they took my text messages. And that's how, right here, he makes that statement. How would he know if me and my dad are talking right now or not? Unless he says, well, it's a good sign that they're not talking right now. How would they know any communication that me and my dad are having back and forth unless they're listening? <laughs> I mean, it's very suspicious. Yeah. If they're back to talking, I mean, the are covered. I, I kind of blew it, unfortunately. So I, who knows if he's going to be I've been sitting down the street watching. I haven't seen him come out or go towards the vehicle or anything, but... Yeah, and now he's, he's leaving now. Um, he's right from his Yeah, and then that, that's what, like, when, because when the state gives me this evidence, I swear they don't think I'm actually going to go and look and listen to it. And watch the whole thing. Yeah, but the stuff that they've given me is, like, it blows my mind, the things that yeah. they've said about me. Oh, yeah, and I'll, I'll show you. Let me make it public quick, because I have the phone call that pertains to this incident. That basically no government employee should say about citizens. No. Oh, yeah. 
Because, like, it's fine and dandy if you, like, if I were to call you and we were just to bullshit about someone or yeah. something. Someone not being on their medication. Oh, this person's loopy or something. That's between two private people. Yeah. But between, you'll hear this phone call here. This is uh, from a city employee to a, an officer, which is... Oh, which. So which is not private to private. This, these are public employees that we pay for talking about me. Um, it is still freedom of speech, right? Nope. No? They have actually less... Because they're, cause they're uh, working and... They're working, technically. Okay. They don't get full freedom of speech when they're working. Like, a cop can't come up to you on the street and say, go fuck yourself. Because that's a violation of his conduct. He's... Yeah, we yeah. don't as private citizens. Our our conduct or our what we go by is the constitution as citizens. Which is a beautiful thing. I love the constitution. Yep. But they're they're under policies, procedures, they have to act professional, that they have got a bunch of little things that they have to follow, unlike yeah. us as private citizens. Yeah. Uh, Damn man. Uh, where is it? Because and they do have freedom of speech. They just can't use the full freedom of speech. They can't sit right. there and um, call us a bunch of names or something like that yeah. if they wanted to. They can, and honestly, I always said they can when they're off the clock, but they almost can't even do it when they're off the clock. Right, because they're still an advocate. For they're representing a department, yeah, a city, a yeah. state, all that. So they actually what you do lose a tiny bit you. of, I don't want to say they lose their rights because they don't, but they, um, they have to use them differently. They can't just, uh, <clears throat> they should know that, but... Clearly, they don't know as much as they should. No. Um, okay, here is the phone call. Let me make it public quick. Bunch oh, it's not public right now? No, it's on, uh, it was on unlisted. <laughs> but now it should be public. Well, let's listen to this phone call and then, uh, not to... I hate to put a pen in it, man, but like... No, this will probably be a good uh, ending, too. Yeah, well, I think the best ending is what you said when we weren't on on yeah, camera, yeah. which was why you do, or why you are doing what you're doing. Definitely. You know, you're putting in a lot of work that people don't see, uh, and why it is important, I mean, to, to audit the people... And that, that we pay taxes to, that we pay their salary. They work for us, not the other way around. Exactly. Um, oh, wow, it's already getting fucking more likes. Oh, all right. Yeah, I don't know why it's not popping up on here, though. It's taking a second. <laughs> well, I was going to say, you can just play the... Uh, what the heck? Where's it at? Maybe play the audio off of your phone into the... Oh, there it is. There you go. All right. Okay, this right here now will be the phone call. Hi, Alicia. Hey, how are you? I'm good. Better than you, it sounds like. Good old Casey back at it. Yeah, so um, Lisa and Finance had gotten a call from the main line from him. She said that he was not making any sense. He was belligerent and asked for the city manager or the mayor. So she transferred him to me um, immediately. <laughs> flew off the bat, started screaming at me, swearing, um, says that... Not to mention, most of this is all lies. Oh, we're paused. Look at that music lineup right there. That's a good lineup. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
you keep going on the other uh, side. Just with the lies and everything, though, is the reason why she makes this out as bad as it is yeah. is so the cops overreact like they do. Sure. So they yeah. can't call and make something petty. The cops are going to be like, oh, that ain't shit. Yeah. So when that's why when Karen's today and I call the cops for people are recording their business and shit like that, they gotta yeah. make it out over exaggerate. And they're the first ones to rat, so they're obviously the innocent yeah. ones. Yeah, exactly. And then the cops show up all, all hostile and and um, what is it, juiced up and everything because they're going off of what someone has told them. Do you even ever, know it's a lie? Do you ever call the cops and go, hey, this this Karen over here is causing me issues? I can't remember the last time I called the cops. <laughs> Somebody here at City Hall, one of our employees has tried to hack his computer, wants to know what we're going to do about it. Um, he continued to swear at me, told me to do my fucking job, so I told him I was hanging up on him, and now he won't stop calling. Um, some of our staff that has had history with him is now concerned that he's going to show up here. Okay. So I wasn't sure what the best approach was for this. Um, I, it sounds like he's probably off his medication. No, probably. Have we warned him for harassment with you guys? Yeah, so this same thing happened, oh God, maybe four or five months ago. Same exact thing, calling with bizarre accusations, wanting to talk to city manager, mayor. I want to say it was when Tom was acting city manager, so sometime this late this summer, early fall. Um, but yeah, same thing, I think we sent a squad car out and warned him. Um, okay. But I feel like it went on for several days before it finally stopped. And okay. actually, you know what? The last time it happened, we were still closed to the public because he did threaten to come down here, but our doors were locked, so we were yeah. fine. And we can, I'm sure, pull that up. Um, would you be all right with me sending somebody over there and getting a statement from you? Because I'll be honest, I think it's time we charge him. Okay. So I'm gonna. We'll create a. We'll, we'll create a harassment call. Okay. Um, I'll send somebody over and I'll just send them to you directly if you're okay with that. The harassment call. Okay. Um, also, I'm gonna. We'll create a. We'll, we'll create a harassment call. Okay. Um, I'll send somebody over and I'll just send them to you directly if you're okay with that. Yeah, that's fine. Um, Lisa will probably need to. With as skilled as you are at defending yourself, what classifies as harassment? Uh, harassment is like, oh man, harassment, I mean, are you talking about harassing just like me and you, or, or like a public official? Because there is a difference. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was just a very vague general question. <laughs> just because, like, they come at me with harassment for, it's just because the reason I say that is because it's a hell of a lot harder to harass a public official than it is to harass a private citizen. Because we've got a right to redress our grievances with our government. Unlike a private citizen, I can't just redress my grievances with you. Just, I mean, I can, but you can come and... I mean, it's, uh, it's just different between... <coughs> I can redress my grievances with the government, unlike redressing my grievances with a private citizen. That's not protected. Right. Unlike redressing my grievances with the government, that's all protected by the First Amendment. Okay. So therefore, uh, all my words, they're just calling harassment. Even though it's redressing my grievances, they're just twisting my words and going right. and just using harassment. Even yeah. though... You're saying, I have an actual problem and you're not trying to fix it. Yep, exactly. So that's why I get, I start to get loud with them. I start to sit because I'm getting frustrated with them. Like, yeah. I mean, it's, it, I've been going at them for months and months and months and months trying to get a building inspection. And then this day was finally just like... 
I fucking, I didn't snap because I didn't hurt nobody, but I snapped with my words. <laughs> I snapped, yeah. like, seriously, just do your fucking job. Yeah. Like, I'm just, uh, I'm frustrated. There's people living in this building that are getting sick from the black mold exposure and all this and that. And You've got the on-site manager with the fan that blows all the particles around the entire building. There's bats, raccoons, broken windows, broken doors, leaking water pipes. Um, no AC? Uh, you can have an AC, but you got to pay $50 a month for it. <laughs> so no just, heat. they just got a big-ass fan blowing the air? Uh, basically, yeah. Other than that, that place is just hot, hot. And what sucks in the summer, too, is there's like eight inches of bat shit in the ceiling. And that stuff's already sickening yeah. and, and can get yeah. you sick. It's and and it's just layered in the ceiling up there. And it's just, uh, and that's what I kept going to the city about, was just about these issues. And the city... Didn't want to condemn the place. They're not, they're documenting some of the issues... I've went because I foiled the last ten years building inspections and all that on the. So building. they really are kind of getting around to taking care of. <laughs> they're not. What they're the reason why it's the city's fault is because they're not enforcing management and the building owner. They're not finding him and penalizing him. Right. They're allowing him. They're giving him the building certificates to keep renting the building. They're out. giving him the ability to continue doing exactly. So therefore, that's where it falls on the city because they're not putting their foot down because they're clearly being paid off by yeah. the which the guy that I mentioned earlier who owns he's a millionaire. He owns houses in other countries. He's a building inspector himself, but yet his own apartment building is is complete garbage. <laughs> Damn. All right. Well, let's uh yeah let's finish this up. Yeah. Talk to him too. I know she got his. Yeah, that's fine. Um, Lisa will probably need to talk to him, too. I know she got his first phone call. And yep. It looks like she just tried to call me, so I don't know if okay. uh, she got another one or not. And do you guys have recorded lines? Um, I, I think we have to push a button to do it, and I've okay. never done it, so okay. I don't think any of my calls are recorded. Okay, because ours you don't. That's why I'm asking. No record down in, in uh, communications. Okay. So I didn't know if you guys had anything like that, and you probably don't. You know, we're different here with, with communications being in our building. Um, but that's fine. Um, we can show. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I will send somebody out that you direct them where you need to direct them, so if they need to go talk to Lisa, okay. they can do that. But let me let me call down to the patrol lieutenant, and I will have him get somebody out there right away. Okay. All right, here's really important, too, oh. because, all right, they've got Alicia on the phone making a phone call. Mm-hmm. They're calling, I can't remember who was on the other line, who's talking, the officer, I can't quite remember. Yeah. But the important thing is that Alicia and this guy just mentioned are the other people that they're connecting to the conspiracy. People who got knowledge of what they're about to do. And I don't mean to bring a little comic humor to it, but I like how you labeled it Alicia snitching. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, patrol lieutenant and I will see he just said patrol lieutenant so he just added another guy to the conspiracy the knowledge of what they're about to commit have him get somebody out there right away okay and it looks like Chief Kitzmiller just tried to call and right there Chief Kitzmiller okay. the highest of the highest police officers in Marion the chief so therefore the chief on down all has knowledge of what they committed during uh, this arrest right here that we already watched gotcha. whatever the hell it is yeah, yeah. This one right here. Yeah, you're getting your head bounced off the ground. Yeah. Yep. And oh, and I'll show. Oops, shit. I'll show you real quick. This angle is just um, uh, Sergeant Hancock's um, 
dash cam, but you'll see this is where he separates my shoulder. You'll see how aggressive Chapman is. Just break on his side. Oh. Oh, right there. And then, um, I, I make a comment saying, how am I supposed to walk? And that's because my slide falls off, and then that's yeah. he gets even more mad at me, because, like, my shoe falls off. I'd, I'd go to pause for half a second just to slide my sandal back on, and he, he just, he still yanks me around and separates my shoulder. Yeah. I'm dead in Right here. Ocean Boy Young versus Ryan Tonsil. 1977, 1997, yeah, I think it's Kylie's angle. Watch this. Holy fuck! Look at your shoes. Oh yeah, and there's another important thing. Oh shit, I forgot. I'm literally arrested that fucking time. They arrest me in like literally six minutes. Alright, here's another wall. Now, here, basically watch how she gets dragged with me. Yeah. Because Chapman yanks my left shoulder so hard that, that it basically pulls her as well. Yeah. Hey, there's one. Oh, hey, no, I can't see that. These fuckers are insane. The definition of insanity. What the fuck is going on? All these. Ow, dude, stop. Holy fuck. That's what you get for playing games, right? That's what Chapman said to me. Wow. Yeah. That's, uh. The only reason I said yes is because I was in fear for my life, otherwise I would have said, like, go fuck yourself or something yeah. like that, but, but I was already, from before I was grabbed, trying to do everything. They already had the intention. To, exactly. Yeah. They already had the intent what they were going to do, because I was trying to do everything to make them not not hurt me basically and yeah. it didn't matter what I uh yeah what I did but then you'll hear some of the stuff that's so incriminating that they say well I can tell the other sit down Ready? Ouch. Yeah. The only reason I had you from getting back into that mix is because you get two big guys and you would have disappeared in that. Okay. We had it under control. I know you wanted to get into that mix, but you just been more right in the way yeah, than okay. right in the way. So, that's the only reason I pulled you back because you had a okay. show with him and then, so I was like, let him do it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm right. Yeah, I'm right. Yeah. Alright.
Good job, guys. Good job, guys. So, I guess what I'm wondering now is... And right here is basically how we can end it. Yeah. Um... Alright, what, what's this time? 8.15, basically? Yeah. Let's go back just to end it. Let's go back to the beginning. Conclusion. So, um, we need to get his side of the story. Um, if he's technically... What I, I need to Mirandize him before I ask him any questions. You're not arrest this one, right? No. Okay. But are we... I'll ask you. No, he's under his own arrest. He can shut the door on us. Okay. Yeah. I think All that's right. a good place to put it. And then we go to... this real quick. I guess what I'm wondering now is, do we still want to grab a statement from him? So no, we're not, we're not talking to him. Okay. I'll explain everything later. Okay, that's, yeah. That's, that's cool. I'll explain everything later. It's good. He's thinking about what to say. Exactly. He's like, hey, what do yep. we do now? And then yeah. it might be just here. Because I'm trying to get a statement went out the window when he tried to shut the door on us. Okay. Right there. His statement went out the window when he tried to shut the door. Yeah. Uh, trying to shut the door on us. When they Even already though said. he just said that I could shut the door yeah. on them. Yep. So, uh, wow. That's, uh, wow. <laughs> Chasing your tail, man. For real. Wow. Dude. And that's uh, what blew my mind when I got this discovery. I'm like, are you guys stupid? You're seriously going to try to prosecute me? Like, did you yeah. not watch these body cams? Yeah. You already lost your own battle with your own words. <laughs> but, okay, so, like... To wrap it up, like, what would you say? Why, why is somebody like you necessary? There's, there's a necessary need for somebody like you. Um, basically, somebody who is not all caught up in their own life, or not so much caught up, but. Well, you're saying not everybody has their own. Uh, everybody is caught up in their own life. Yeah, everybody has their own things. Yeah, going like on people just have their own issues, their own well-beings, their own families, their own um, medical, whatever it is. People have their own lives. Yeah. So they can't just insert themselves in and... Sometimes the bigger fight you put up, it seems like, that's that's when finally you get somebody to notice. Exactly. Yeah. And that's just what kind of scares me a little bit, is just because there's so many people that do kind of go with the flow yeah. that um, that's why there isn't, or that's why stuff is the way it is, because not enough people stand up to their trumped-up charges. They right. just kind of pay off their bogus fines and just get them out of the way. But then that opens the door for that cop or that person, that prosecutor, to yeah. go and give everybody bogus it's tickets. negative reinforcement. They're yeah. reinforcing a bad yep. habit. Yeah. Exactly. So that's why I just, whether, especially if you know you haven't done nothing wrong, never take a plea bargain. Never. If you know you're, you haven't done nothing, don't listen to their intimidation and their threats because that's all just to get you to take the plea bargain. Yeah. That is it. That is a corrosion. That's a scare tactic. That's fear. Um, but if you know you haven't done nothing wrong, then you definitely don't ever want to take a plea yeah. bargain. 
Dude, I, I mean, I appreciate having you on, brother. Yeah, I appreciate like, you just talking to me about this. I mean, hey, I can't even get the local news to. They actually struck one of my videos and got one of my. They gave my channel a YouTube strike. I'll be <laughs> honest with you. I, mean, I was, I was nervous. Like, I'm not a very political person. I'm trying to be middle of the road, for sure. And uh, even, even so, like I told you, uh, I do think police are are necessary. They are. Uh, I, I do. I think having a government is necessary. Do I think it needs to be as large and spend as much money on no. staplers as they do? <laughs> like, no, man. Like, fill the holes on the road. Right, right, right. But at the, sa at the same time, I, I do think they're as necessary as our Second Amendment or yeah, First Amendment. Because, um, I mean, I look at it a little bit where we don't need, uh, I don't want to say police, we just need some type of uh, law enforcement. Because yeah. I'm alright with defunding all police and keeping yeah. the Sheriff's Department and if anything, uh, having the townspeople um, vote on more sheriffs what? and police. Because the only reason why I don't like police is because we have nothing to do with them. I think Absolutely nothing. The sheriffs are only elected by the people. Yeah. Unlike cops, the city gets I to hire them. They, they can hire dumb shit, fat people, rude, mean, bullies. We don't know who they hire. Unlike the sheriff's department, I like the fact that at least we elect the sheriffs. So I'd rather yeah. have people that the people elect running our towns and communities. Because right. you can lose your election spot. Exactly. Really if they know they're not very good or if they mess up, boom, they won't be reelected and stuff that. like that. Unlike the cops, how many times do they get off with, with what they're doing just because they've got qualified immunity? And then and it just it's a never-ending circle. They just go out there and yeah. continue to do what they want to do and no repercussions. On the same on the same hand, I'm not I'm an anti-police. I think. You know, like the sheriffs, that they have a whole county to to look at. That's why I say, you know, elect more. Yeah, like, uh, e I like it, basically yeah. elect um, enough for the city. Like however many cops we have, elect yeah. that many deputies. But there should be some sort of and official auditor looking through these these tapes, going, "Hey, listen, you fucked up." So, and, and it's unfortunate that your trauma is is created by these situations, man. Because uh, my trauma, I got a little worse because I actually, with this arrest here, I was never booked into Lynn County Jail yeah. or processed, fingerprinted, mugshotted, nothing. None of that ever happened. And I ended up getting taken from the squad car straight to isolation, and I ended up having a panic attack for 17 hours. And they watched me try to kill myself for 17 hours. Like, I smashed my head on concrete like 150 times, um, just freaking out. Like, I was scared shitless because, like I said, it opened my it opened my eyes who I was really dealing with, and I was all fine until that door closed behind me, and then all of a sudden I sat on the bed for about two minutes, and then that panic attack just you didn't know where you were gonna be, man. Uh, no, I didn't think I was gonna live to see the next day. Like I, I did not whatsoever, especially when the jailers, or I was even pissing off the other guys down in isolation because I was hitting my head, and they were all getting annoyed with me and whatnot. Where one of the other inmates even asked the jailer. Hey, is there anything we or is there anything you can do to help him? And that jailer straight tells that inmate, "Nah, there's nothing I can do about it." Yeah. So right there, I'd hit my head even harder because I knew that that jail or that jailer just straight said he couldn't do anything about it. And, and these were the other inmates concerned over my health. That's but, insane. But yet the jailers said they couldn't do anything about it. Well, man. Let's wrap it up on that. Pressure makes diamonds, brother. So you're fucking diamond. Yeah, I appreciate you. Appreciate you too. I hope, I hope this shit works out. Hopefully we'll have another episode. I hope so.